Same game victims, challenging the four invaders hidden within us. Today we'll be closing out this very important series. But before I get to today's message, I wanted to say that there are two additional messages which I will be doing later on as standalone messages. One pertains to our kids. And you see, our kids share more than our physical genes. And they may also share our propensities towards anger, guilt, greed, and jealousy. And as such, we need to address those issues uh, involving these four invaders in the hearts of our kids. So it's a very important message. I'll be doing that later on as a standalone. And also, the other topic is the topic of lust. And I mentioned that early on that uh, we would be dealing with lust. However, I've also made the decision to make that a standalone message later on. Now, both these messages, if you feel in your heart that you really want to hear them right away, shoot me an email and uh, I'll see what I can do about that. So, my email address is Tony at TheEphesiansProject.com. So, if you want to hear them sooner than later, just shoot me an email. Okay, so for today's message, the title is, Is This the End or Just the Beginning? We've been dealing with confession, forgiveness, giving, and celebration. These four habits are the habits that will make a major impact and change everything. You see, what happens is when these four routines start to define the rhythm of your heart, your life will be different in very noticeable ways. And why is that? It's because these, these habits empower you to settle your outstanding debts with others, with God, and even with yourself. They cancel the debt-to-debtor relationship. And when you remove this debt-to-debtor dynamic from a, a relationship, that paves the way to better communication, better understanding, and more open, openness. What does confession do? Confession allows us to come out from our hiding place. What does forgiveness do? Forgiveness allows others to come out from undercover. How about generosity? Generosity allows us to partner with God as He shows Himself to us in very tangible ways. And He shows Himself to the world around us. And how about celebration? Celebration is the vehicle through which God can communicate his pleasure. He makes us the vehicle. He makes us the vehicle. And then can communicate to others his pleasure. And you see, that's what we actually were created for. And this is why these four habits have the potential to change so much about our lives. You see, nothing goes untouched. 
And you see, you may not have understood this clearly, or you may not have come to an understanding of this yet, but these four habits really set us free to love as God intends for us to love. And you see, we've been studying anger, greed, guilt, and jealousy, and they are the very antithesis of love. And, you, and what happens is when these four invaders go unchecked in our hearts, our efforts to love be, will, will be very short-lived and will definitely be thwarted. And what happens is, when, is that no amount of effort on our part can compensate for that. Even the purest of motives will not prevail because you cannot love while any one of those four enemies lodges themselves in your heart. In the very end, they will definitely overcome. Now, Paul, in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 7, he put this all in perspective. It says there, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. And what do we know of angry people? Are angry people patient people? The answer, of course, is no. What about guilty people? Are guilty people kind in any way? No. And what about jealous people? Jealous people are full of envy. Greedy people can't help but be boastful. What does anger do? Anger makes us rude. Greed tempts us to be self-seeking. And what about jealousy? What does jealousy thrive on? Jealousy thrives on scorekeeping. And what about self-protection? Self-protection is a characteristic of greedy people. And then there's guilt. What does guilt do? Guilt keeps us from trusting others because we have proved ourselves unworthy. So what's the point here? We are commanded to love one another. That's the point. And in John 13.34, Jesus says, The new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Try embracing this command to love one another as I have loved you. Try embracing that command when your heart is tainted, even in the smallest way, by even one of those four invaders.
And what does this mean? This means that until you deal with your anger, until you deal with your guilt, until you deal with your greed, until you deal with your jealousy, you cannot obey the single most important command issued by our Lord and Savior. Confess, forgive, give, celebrate. These four habits change everything because they free us up to express and experience the most, empow- the most powerful force our human soul has ever encountered, and that is unconditional love. So, now you may be left with the question, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? You see, because this is the beginning of a journey, at least in my mind it is, Where do I go from here? That may be the question that you have in your mind right now. And if you do, you see, you may may not be sure where to start. Some of you may be. You may know very well. You may have listened to these messages, and, and you may know exactly where you need to start. You see, because maybe some of these messages hit a mark. They hit a soft spot where God was speaking to your heart and was giving you a little enticement that he has something to do in that area of your life. But if you're one of the many who has no clue where to start, then here's a simple way to go about this, this beginning, this beginning of the journey. Go to the people. Turn to the people who know you best. Those people with whom you're doing life. Your spouse. Your kids. Your parents. Those closest to you. You see, because they catch the very overflow of what's going on in your heart on a daily basis. So they know exactly where you should start. All you need to do is ask some questions. Ask some simple questions. Suggestions are. Suggestions of questions you may want to ask those closest to you. So, do you think I struggle with being completely open about things? Hey, do you feel like I have walls? Do you ever feel like you're competing with my stuff? Do you feel like I compare you to other women, men, or children? And here's a good one. Are you ever afraid to talk to me? Wow. That's a good one to ask your kids. That's a good one to ask your kids. Do you ever wonder which one of me you're going to come home to? Wow, that's a good one to ask your spouse. Now, here's here's the very basic reality and truth of this whole thing. Most likely, there's a good chance that you already know 
how the people closest to you are going to answer any or all of these questions. But, if you decide, in that case, to ask anyway, here's a very important point to follow. You must decide ahead of time, before you even ask the questions, decide ahead of time that you're not going to defend yourself when they give you the answers. Because if you do, you will not have learned a thing. That's a, so important. So let me say that again. If you decide to ask the questions, and even if your heart, in your heart, you know the answers that they're going to give you already, make sure that ahead of time, you make the decision that you're not going to defend yourself. You allow the answers to, you receive the answers with the attitude of wanting to make changes. Now, if you're not inclined to discuss this with your family and friends, then, as I mentioned before, go back to the section or the message that you heard that, that, really, that really hit the mark and started to have you uh, cause an, an uneasiness within you, uh, uh, an uneasiness that made you feel uncomfortable. Because uh, the, the, the thing is that God would most likely, in those cases, that uneasiness could be God giving you the enticement or the inclination that there's something he wants to do in your life in that area. You see, because God wants to work with you. He wants to gradually work deep within your soul and to make, have you make the changes that he knows you need to make. And you see, God's truth has a way of finding its mark. But, and this is a big but, none of it, None of this can happen until you give God access to those sensitive, otherwise off-limit areas of your life. But when you do, what may begin as an uncomfortable or even threatening revelation to you may actually result in the freedom that you never knew existed. Wow. So anyway, that ends it. That ends the series, Blame Game Victims, Challenging the Four Invaders Hidden Within Us. I trust you've gotten something out of this. And of course, it remains on our website. It will remain. It will be archived on our website so you can go back to it whenever you want to. These... Excuse me, this is a very important this is a very important issue, issues of the heart. And uh, guilt, anger, greed, and jealousy, when they get lodged in there, boy can they wreak some havoc. But when you when you initiate
the four habits and get them going on your in your life, wow. The stark opposite of invasion, the stark opposite of invasion is when you can now go out with the love of God in the renewed mind and manifestation and be a blessing to others. Be a blessing in such a way that God gets the glory and His light is shined through you to a broken-hearted world. So anyway, Tony Mangone signing off. I trust you've enjoyed this series as much as I have enjoyed putting it forth. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we will be doing a book review this week as well. And um, we will be getting in. We're going to be doing some uh, standalone messages coming up shortly. Um, and uh, we'll see if we're going to start another series or do standalones. Either way, we hope to have more content up in very short time frame. So anyway, God bless. Have a great day. Have a great week. Bless somebody else. Uh, go out there with the love of God and renewed mind and manifestation. Thank you.